0: Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 103.9 L.I. News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our LISC series continues. And today we have part two of our conversation with uh, Kenny Bombace. He is a retired detective. And he is someone uh, who served Suffolk County in that capacity. Also, in the deputy sheriff's Office and he served at Ground Zero, and and also he served in the Army as a combat veteran and just uh, you know an amazing career all the way throughout. Uh, most recently, he was uh, he was the individual who I believe gave gave the key testimony in uh, in the cases of uh, Jimmy Burke, uh, former chief of the Department for Suffolk County, uh, appointed by Steve Ballone and. Also, uh, the, the trial of uh, Tom Spoda and Chris McPartland, and, you know, he said it himself, he, he owed up uh, to mistakes uh, that were made and, and that he made, but, you know, he, he stood up and he gave the key testimony that took these people out of office, and, uh, you know, certainly uh, Chief Jimmy Burke was never going to be disciplined by Steve Ballone, even when he left uh, office. It was done mutually, and and Steve Ballone um, didn't didn't remove him. Didn't remove Jimmy Burke as he could have, uh, even after uh, everything was known about what happened with uh, with Christopher Loeb. Uh, he did not uh, remove Jimmy Burke, uh, the man he appointed to be police chief, and that might give us a little insight into the relationship between. Uh, Balone and Burke. But first, without further ado, let me bring back for our part two with a uh, former detective, former combat vet and former uh, deputy sheriff, Kenny Bombays. Kenny, how are you?
1: Doing great, Frank, and thanks for having me back.
0: Well, listen, thank you for your service. Thank you for everything that you've done. And, and thanks for spending some time here with us. As we ended our last our, our last conversation, uh, we really didn't get too much into uh, your interaction with Steve Ballone, the county executive, uh, having any involvement with uh, with Jimmy Burke, who is the the man he appointed to be uh, police chief. Can you tell us uh, about it? it? Was there any interaction between you and uh, and Steve Ballone who you had a good relationship with uh Was there any interaction that you guys had regarding Jimmy Burke?
1: I would say quite a bit. Um, Yeah, I mean, we would meet constantly um, leading up to my testimony and the cases that subsequently came with uh, the DA and Chris McPartland. We met many times. And uh, he, leading up to my testimony, and he knew I was going to be testifying, I made that that clear. And then we even met numerous times, probably four or five times, because of after uh, I, I knew that I had testified. And, you know, when you, I would not go into details of my testimony, of course. Every, I've been very careful, and that's why you're hearing me on the radio right now, been very careful to not in any way jeopardize this case. It's an important case, all of them. Um, so that's why it's after the sentencing of Tom Spoda and Chris McPartland, that I uh, that I agreed to come on the show and talk. And uh, so I, I would, but I did talk to Steve Ballone numerous times and I would ask him, you know, why is the chief still in office? Is he gonna be removed? We have cops, detectives, people that are still under his thumb in the Suffolk County Police Department and the DA's thumb for that matter too. And we met probably four or five times. Every time, with that being the primary topic, like, hey, is there a plan to remove him from office? Like I said, I had friends and other detectives and police officers who were still working there, and I thought that um, it, there was a, a danger in having the power base still in place.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it it makes an awful lot of sense. It also makes a lot of sense to to immediately get rid of Jimmy Burke as police chief. It's something he could do. I look at that the fact that uh, jimmy burke was never fired by jim B- uh, by steve Ballone, uh, as as being very telling and uh, and the two of them and look and i you know we're if anyone who thinks that we're getting off topic on Lisk, or what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to give some insight into the relationship between Burke and Bologna, those are the two men that I maintain, and I'm not speaking for our guest here, but I maintain, have covered up the Lisk investigation, and they got the FBI out of the Lisk uh, investigation together, and... Uh, we, uh, by the way, that is not a that is not conjecture on my part. That is a fact. I mean, Jerry Hart, who was the lead agent for the FBI, had told Erin Moriarty that Jimmy Burke had got her to leave and got the FBI to leave the the serial killing investigation. And it happened right as Steve Ballone took office and put his friend Jimmy Burke uh, in. Uh, again, Kenny Bombase is our very special guest, and uh, he's uh, to me. Uh, he and the, the the police officers that uh, that testified against uh, Burke, and then later in the trial of Spoda and McPartland testified there. Uh, to me, they if they didn't do it, we'd still have people like that in office. Uh, again, Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Kenny Bombase, uh, Kenny. Going, going specifically into, and if you can't, you know, we we understand if anything that uh, that you don't want to talk about, that's uh, that's fine as well. But I always say that either, you know, Bologna had this relationship where he was in league with uh, with Burke, uh, or he was scared of him. Let me give you a little background. Um, someone very close to both Burke and, and Ballone. And I'm someone who knew both men uh, very well, but somebody who knew them a lot better than I knew, uh, ran into Steve Ballone at, uh, at, a uh, out of business, right? And and saw Balone right after the the Loeb story had uh, exploded, and and was out there. And he said to Steve, he said, "Well, I guess you got to suspend Jimmy Burke, or you got to you got to discipline him." And and Balone looked scared stiff. I mean, he and he looked and he said, discipline Jimmy Burke. No way. He said, I'm not disciplining Jimmy Burke. And he said, well, you've got to do something, right? You've got to do something to, uh, you know, to let people know you're doing, it. he said, no way. He said, I'm not, uh, I'm absolutely not disciplining Jimmy Burke. And I, that's what he said. That was his initial reaction. Is that a surprise to you?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, listen, I, I have similar experience in, In that relationship, I mean, like I mentioned before, there wasn't a person in criminal intelligence or within the police department that after that story came out, thought that uh, Chief Burke wasn't going to be fired. We were all talking about who the next chief might be at that point, and and then it never happened. And I think that was shocking to everybody, but I think it was also telling about the real, uh, at a minimum, at the real power base in Suffolk County at the time, that he, he survived that unscathed
0: yeah uh, it just uh, you know uh, uh, amazing to me by the way as uh, as the the head of public safety deputy chief deputy uh, county executive of uh, public safety tim sinney was was technically jimmy Burke's boss and i know titles are titles or whatever but he was his boss for 15 months he could have said something he could have done something and uh, and again let me give as as uh, uh, full disclosure here uh, kenny Bombays, our guest is also the brother-in-law of ray tierney who was running against uh, tim sinney for uh, the office of da and he's a prosecutor and um uh, you know so- someone who's a long long uh heavy resume but uh, let me just put that out there before i uh, ask him this but tim sinney uh had the ability to, to say something, to do something, and, and he certainly had the the ability to discipline Jimmy Burke. Uh, that wasn't forthcoming either.
1: Right, and, and uh, I can tell you, I'll, I'll just revert back to what we were discussing before, and I think I could add something to this. That As I mentioned, I met with uh, the county executive several times, uh, this is after I just retired in September, and asking him, is our plan to, to remove the chief from office, and, and why hasn't that happened, you know? And we met several times, the last time, at least four or five times, the last time he brought with him uh, Dennis Cohn, who uh, worked in the... Uh, uh, county executive's administration at one point is I think the chief deputy county executive and then at some point he became a uh, a judge but he brought him along and he wanted him to hear what I had to say because this is now becoming you know the fourth, fifth time we've met and I'm wondering what, what is the plan here? This is a mistake, you know? Um, and I was worried about people, like I mentioned before. So we did meet and what I'm being, I was told very clearly was that it was right before election, the county executive's election, and he was getting great resistance from his staff on his team as to getting rid of Burke at this time. They didn't want to make waves. They didn't want to jeopardize the election. They didn't want this in the papers. You have to remember, many of these people, all these people, their jobs, their very livelihoods, they all relied on County Executive Ballon being reelected. And among those people, key people that were mentioned is, uh, the de- I think he was the Chief Deputy County Executive, John Schneider, and the Deputy County Executive for Public Safety, Tim Sinney. And these are people opposing getting rid of him. you know. But when you, it makes total sense politically, when you think about it, this was a, a turmoil. This was a really big thing. Why not wait till after the election? And that's what the push was with the county executive. Ultimately, he um he stepped down. They had him step down prior to uh, uh, just days prior to his arrest, I believe, if I can remember correctly.
0: And I thought it was a uh, three days before, was something along those lines, and. And Burke, uh, you know, basically uh, agreed upon it., uh, you know, he didn't take any responsibility, uh, wrongdoing, at least there. He uh, you know of course, he, he copped a plea. and uh, but Ballone and and Burke gave a, a very friendly uh, mutual uh, uh, assessment of of why he was leaving. I think it was um, uh, Joe Conway maybe it was Jimmy Burke's uh, uh, attorney. And he, uh, he basically said, for personal reasons, Chief Burke is, is walking away. But no criticism from Steve uh, Ballone, no, uh, you know, no explanation other than they mutually agreed to, uh, to, to part waves. And, uh, you know, really, it's, uh, it, it's amazing that they would go that route. Frank McKay here with our very special guest, part two. Of our interview uh, series with Kenny Bombace in our Lisk series, and hopefully this conversation will give some people some insight into uh, in the relationship between uh, uh, Burke Ballone and and you know also Tim Sinney, who had an opportunity had an opportunity to um, uh, say something and do something about Chief Burke and the behavior but they they chose not to and as uh, Kenny just mentioned here, uh, Kenny, you mentioned that there was uh, an election going on. And I assume that's that. You, and you mentioned that you you uh, retired um, in, in September. That must have been September of 15. Right. Two thousand and fifteen. Right. So, the election. Right before the election. Now, uh, Steve Ballone was running against Jim O'Connor if i remember correctly and jim o'connor uh had no money and and now he's a, a public official a very good one from what i understand in the town of islip but prior to that uh, that election jim o'connor was just a um you know a warm body he had no chance of of winning and it uh, it, it was incumbent upon them to to get balone elected them meaning uh the democrats and the balloon administration and they were very nervous about firing Jim Burke or saying something about Jim Burke, which points to the fact, and this is, conjecture on my part and uh, you know but I mean, it seems pretty damn logical it points to the fact that jimmy burke had information on balone that could have hurt him in the campaign and and why would they uh, why would they not fire him in a campaign year worrying about what jimmy burke would do i imagine the public would think that would be great and if um you know, once again, if all was, uh, all was on a level playing field, you would think that he would get votes for getting rid of Jimmy Burke, but he didn't do it. It points to the fact that Jimmy Burke had something on Balone. And I don't know, I don't know if you want to speculate, but I, I, am I crazy or would this be an obvious move to fire uh, a corrupt police chief that you hired and just, uh, just get him out of the way and, and, and take account for this?
1: Well, you know, I could just tell you from my perspective, and well, I already told you that I was, um, uh, I had several meetings because I was concerned that they had to removed them for reasons I explained, you know, we had people still working there that I knew of, and I was concerned. They left the, this power base intact, and, you know, I could tell you it was very hypocritical for um the people involved, the officers involved, the people who went through this for years, and actually made the decision, and it was a very hard decision. We already told you about the forces that were in place at the time, and then afterwards, to have anyone in a in in this administration, you know, um do some sort of a victory lap or claim that they've cleaned up the county is completely hypocritical because, you know, that, that simply didn't happen. I, I'll tell you, I it could only be my opinion, but I think it's pretty clear to anyone who's followed this case that had these uh, officers not gone in and testified the way that we did that, that power base would still be intact right now.
0: Yeah. Well, no question. And by the way, many would argue, that the the spodor administration um, is basically now the the Cine administration. You got a younger head of that organization, and um, uh, you know there there are so many people in the DA's office that have uh, you know Jimmy Burke to to thank for their career. He has a tremendous influence over the over the Cine office, and I, I still don't think Tim Cine has made any. Uh, has made any negative statements about Jimmy Burke? I mean, can you think of anything? I I
1: can't. I mean, I haven't done thorough research in that, but I, I do follow over all this case pretty closely. I have not heard anything like that.
0: You know, there was a there was a moment where uh, unraveled. It's a a podcast on on uh, Burke spoter and and the list. Situation, And they did. I, I haven't heard it, you know, purposely didn't listen to it just so I won't accidentally channel anything they were doing. But uh, from what I hear, they did a wonderful job. And one of the things that uh, that that stood out is is on one of the later episodes, uh, Steve Ballone was asked some questions. Uh, one of the questions was about a uh, was, was about a Newsday um, piece that was coming out on Burke and the uh, and, and the I think the internal affairs report that he would have known and and Burke uh, Ballone had had crushed it he had stopped the uh, the uh, Newsday report from coming out and he put pressure on Newsday and had his lawyers call to stop this report uh, and secondly um the only criticism of of Jimmy Burke that Steve Ballone ever gave was under pressure from the reporters from Unraveled, uh, the, the podcast. Uh, he had said that Jimmy Burke was a sociopath. And they said, well, wh- well you know, basically, how did you feel about having a sociopath um, in as, as police chief and keeping him there? So I, that being said, those are the only criticisms I heard from either Ballone or, uh, or Cine about Burke. Uh, from an insider standpoint, Kenny Bombace, who I'll remind everyone, is our very special guest. Frank McKay here with Kenny Bombace. Uh, Kenny, uh, did you ever hear internal criticism of Burke or, or fear of Burke or anything of that sort from either Cine or Ballone?
1: Um, Fear for sure, um, I've, I've heard in those in conversations um, where I, there was an incident, or, or an instance rather, I guess, where I had uh, had met with the county executive. Um, it was the first time that I had ever met Tim Sinney. He wanted me to meet him. And I took, uh, uh, he asked me to come out on a boat. I did, and I met with, it was Bill Lindsay Jr., Tim Sinney, and the county executive. Um, to fast forward a little bit, we, we, the next day i got brought in i got called on the carpet and my commander at the time jim hickey was saying that the chief was furious and they heard that they got a report i was out on a boat with the county executive and what first of all that, that was uh, crazy in itself but they they said you know what were you doing out there why were you with them you know and if they like like i said called me on the carpet and wanted to know what i was doing with the county executive and i should have told them if i was going to do that so subsequent to that i met with the county executive to tell them this over by the the denison building and when i told them that listen um the chief was not happy about this and that i was called in by my commander and they wanted to know what i was doing and the county executive was uh said we need to lay low and we're not gonna be able to see each other for a while and um you know of course i i adhered to that and but i tell you it was an unnerving feeling when you have the county executive of your county you know who was um clearly for uh afraid of the um power base of the chief of the department and i'm sure the da as well
0: I I mean, that that's that's amazing to me for for Steve Ballone to say to you, uh, we have to lay low for a a little while. That was because Jimmy Burke called him or I I assume Jimmy Burke called him and uh, and and uh, said something to him. Like, what are you doing with Bombay? So what I, I mean, explain why you think that was said to you. I so, uh,
1: you know, I'm not sure if that call was ever made, I have no knowledge of that, but I know that I, I told him as if I, he was learning the first time, you know, I, I don't know what other conversations might have happened, but I can tell you, he was, uh, on when I told him that he was definitely on edge and said, we need to lay low for a while and not see each other for a few months. And, and that's kind of what we did, which, uh, which like I said, for a detective. Um, it was not exactly the response I expected and It was a little unnerving at the time To see someone, you know, in that position um, Acting that way, you know
0: yeah. It, it, listen, it, it certainly makes a lot of sense Now that we look back upon it But it was just fear uh, Steve Ballone just had absolute fear uh, Ken, let me ask you to hold on uh, We're done with part two here And to everyone listening Let me remind everyone who our guest is and he's a former combat veteran uh, army combat veteran and he he served uh, proudly not only in the army but uh, in in suffolk county p d and also uh, suffolk county at the uh, deputy sheriff's level and and uh, department he uh he served uh, at ground zero and also uh, a big deal as a former detective he uh, he testified in the case of Jimmy Burke which certainly led to uh, to the conviction of Burke the cop uh, the copping of a plea uh, from from Jimmy Burke that never resulted in in a trial and uh, and the trial of, of Spoda and McPartland, uh, Kenny Bombays was the, uh, the the key witness in that and it, it put those folks away in uh, in their uh, both uh, heading for five years in prison. And, and of course, it's up for appeal, but the sentencing has just passed. Frank McKay, signing off. You've been listening to our Lisk series, hopefully getting some background on the inner workings of the, the county exec's office and the the relationship with his appointment, Steve Ballone's appointment uh, of Jimmy Burke and what happened. And maybe it'll give us some insight to why the, the cover-up occurred in uh in uh, the the gilgo beach murders frank mckay signing off kenny bomb base has been our very special guest we'll see you all next time on breaking it down